Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Ekev. According to the Chinuch, Parshas Ekev contains eight mitzvos, six positive, and two restrictions. Now, among these six positive is the mitzvah of prayer, of do, to serve God. With your heart and serving God with one's heart is prayer. The Chinuch follows his Rebbe, the Rambam. He never saw the Rambam, but he follows the teaching of the Rambam that there's a biblical mitzvah to pray every day. And you have in this week's parasha as well the biblical mitzvah of Birkas Hamazon. The Torah says, V'yachalta, V'savata, Uverachta. You are to literally eat, be satiated, and to bless Hashem. Now, all the commentaries on the mitzvos count Birkas Hamazon, the grace after meals, as a biblical mitzvah. And I'd like to spend our shir this morning on Birkas Hamazon because... I really believe that mitzvos need mazal. And look at matzah. It comes once a year, and how excited we get, and how much we pay. And we don't even mind paying for it, because after all, we want to get the best possible. And birkas mazon, which even if we're on a diet during the week, and we're not eating bread, on Shabbos, Friday night and Shabbos lunch, one must eat bread. You don't have to have kugel, and certainly not two pieces of kugel, nor do you have to have cake for dessert, but you do have to have bread. And the third meal, shalosh su'udos, it's much or most preferable that you do have bread as well at shalosh su'udos. So once you have to have bread, it's so important that we talk about Birkas HaMazon. Now, an interesting technicality, as we'll hear later on regarding how much, but I can only tell you that when one recites the Hamotzi on any time, but especially on Shabbos, when we all are having bread, it is preferable to eat what would be a kezayis bachilas pras, which means approximately even a oh a half to a little bit more than the equivalent of a slice of rye bread from the middle, so to speak, within the first few minutes of your meal, as opposed to taking a small bite of the challah, and that's it and having the rest of your food um, join into the amount of food that you've had with only a minimal amount of bread. So ideally, you should have a nice piece of challah. Eat it during the first few moments of the meal. I'd like to talk about the significance of Birkas HaMazon, that we should appreciate and realize how special and important this blessing is. The um, Mishnah Brura in Simon Kuf Pei 185 
at the beginning, he tells you the following. He quotes from the Sefer HaChinuch, and he writes, number one, Whoever is careful in the recitation of the grace after meals, Hashem will repay that he'll have his sustenance all his life with honor and dignity. And then he moves on. And the one who is careful, a person should most preferably uh, recite the Birkas Hamazon from a bencher, from a sitter, and not by heart. Forget about the fact that you might forget a word. No, you know it all by heart. But there's a greater concentration, and you're not going to be distracted from all the surroundings around you if you do it from a sitter or a bencher. And then he goes on and listen to what he says. Now, those of you who are familiar with the Mishnah Brura, which is the commentary of the Chafetz Chaim on Orachayim, so you know that you can probably count on one hand the number of quote, stories that he brings. And here is one. He brings the situation of an individual who died. And he appeared in a dream to one of his relatives and he said to him, Every day, Dunin Osi, I am judged. Because I was not careful in my recitation of blessings, with intent, with understanding. Sure, I recited blessings, but they just rattled off my mouth and I didn't concentrate and didn't realize and connect with what I was saying. Now this is so important. I'm going to start with a very startling fact. I have to believe that so many who are listening, a Shabbos meal can take two hours and that's wonderful. How long does the Birkas Hamazon take? Ouch! The Birkas Hamazon can take two minutes. And I'll ask you, do you enjoy the Shabbos meal? And the answer is yes. Do you enjoy the Birkas HaMazon? And let's be honest, answer that question. Do you enjoy it? And I'm going to tell you that the B'nai Yisoschor writes in the name of the Ramah Mipano that the primary pleasure of our Neshama Yaseira. Neshama Yaseira is that additional soul which the Jew is privileged to have on Shabbos comes from the Birkas HaMazon of the Seuda Shabbos, which means, wow, if you have an opportunity to fulfill this biblical mitzvah in a proper way, the benefits that accrue thereof are number one, the mitzvah itself. Don't have to go any further. But now you hear, based upon very reliable sources, that it has other benefits as well. I'd like to, first of all, share with you another Mishnah Brura based on the Shulchan Aruch 
in Simon Kuf Pe Gimel. And there, regarding the permissibility to interrupt one's Birkas HaMazon for either greeting somebody or what, comes along the Mishnah Brura and says the law is that it's just like Shmona Esrei, that you're not permitted to, quote, greet somebody. And the halacha is that just like in Shmona Esrei, if your phone were to ring, hopefully you would not look at it at all. That's the way you have to treat during the week, Birkas HaMazon, that should your phone even go on to vibrate, you're not permitted even to look at it. You're certainly not permitted to answer the phone and speak into the phone by saying, No Hashem thereby telling the person at the other end that you are in the middle of Birkas HaMazon. That is wrong. That is prohibited. And this is something that we should realize that, according to the Shulchan Aruch, most opinions, is that if you were eating in a base medrash, which oftentimes it is permissible to so do, and you're in the middle of Birkas HaMazon, and they are saying Kedusha to Mincha, let's say, for example, you would not answer Kedusha in your Birkas HaMazon. Birkas HaMazon is treated on a level of tefillah. Now, there's a very powerful Gemara in Brachos, Chof Amid Beis 20b, which actually quotes a Pasuk from this week's Parsha of Akev, And that is as follows. Rab Avira taught that, oh my goodness, the angels come before HaKadosh Baruch Hu and they say, Hashem, come on, you're supposed to keep your Torah. And in this week's parasha of Akev, you write, regarding yourself, that you do not show favor and you do not accept a bribe. But come on, you do show favor because you show favor to the Jewish people for in the blessing of the Kohanim, the second blessing is, Yishso Hashem Pono Ve'lecha. Hashem should favor you. Now listen to God's answer. Hashem's answer is, V'chilo Ponim Li'Yisrael. How can I not show favor to the Jewish people? I wrote in the Torah, V'yachalto V'savato V'erachto, that you should eat, be satiated, and bless Hashem. V'heim medaktikim alatzmam, and they are especially careful upon themselves Ad Kazayas, be it that they eat a minimal amount, which is even the bare size, the compressed volume of an olive, or Ad Kabeza, or an egg. So, what's going on here? God is saying that since the Jewish people go beyond the letter of the law, they go the extra mile. It's a mito keneged mito, it's a measure for measure. As they go beyond, as they do the extra mile, I will do the extra mile for them. Now, I really believe what this Gemara is saying is not only should we be so proud that Jews in the gulag, in the concentration camp, and throughout history, when Lo'alenu, they had to suffer, and they had even the smallest piece of bread, they recited Birkas HaMazon to connect with Hashem. We, who thank God a million times, have the abundance of food 
and think about it in our Birkas Amazon. The first blessing is Bechain. We say thank you, Hashem, for giving us our sustenance with charm. What does that mean, Bechain? And I saw so beautifully that it means that God could have sustained and nourished us in black and white, and all the foods would have been black and white, and as long as we would have gotten the nutrients, that would have been sufficient. But no, take a look, that we have a green pepper and a red tomato and a green cucumber and all different color oranges, etc., which enhance the food because of the colorful display that he provides for us. But I really believe this very powerful Gemara tells us the following. The Pirkas HaMazon, if we are connecting with Hashem through this mitzvah, He in turn connects with us. This mitzvah is not only an obligation of HaKoras HaTov. It's not simply saying thank you Hashem, but it's a personal connection that we do literally towards Him, and He reciprocates in kind by having a personal close connection with each and every one of us. This is a very significant mitzvah, and it's a mitzvah that we should take very seriously. And I pray that we can come to an understanding, and I'll close with this very insightful comment, and that is as follows, that a it was noted by an outstanding psychologist that more than food, more than clothing, or even pleasure, man's greatest need is for meaning in life. And Birkas HaMazon and Brachos are very powerful tools that inject meaning into even the most mundane and physical actions of our existence. And so, by reciting a bracha before, by reciting brachos after, we elevate our act of eating, which we share with the animal kingdom. But what makes us so special is that by elevating it, we are injecting it with sanctity, we're injecting it with meaning. And I pray that our focus on this very important mitzvah is going to enable us to not only enjoy our Shabbos meal, but enjoy our Bikas Hamazon. Shabbat Shalom to all.